do this one last time. My name is Chuggles the Muppetborn. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. Or was it a toxic tarantula? Uh, anyways, we had just escaped the evil clutches of Ballpark Promenade Police. He's a top-heavy centaur bent on capturing me and my comrades from stealing stuff that I had rightfully stolen in the first place. I did a sick movie star slide across the hood of the Lot of Neva, and we sped off to the Ward 69 Selesnia tree. Me and Flum's home. Unsurprisingly, we ran into a minor character from season one. The Speaker. Hey, Apparently he got fired by Jace so Planeswalker. Most importantly, I got a pack of Ravnica Avengers trading cards. Then we saw Mom, and she had us meet the Night Watch. Three members of the Slesnia who uh, basically took over our place. Treebert survived too, and I gave him some water. Anyways, Mom told us to get lost. So we decided to report to the Cult of Crayola and tell them we are dead. And that's where we're going right now. Hello fellow adventurers and welcome to Ravnic Avengers 2 Disco of the Soul, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about six hopeless superheroes who have been thrust ten years into the future in the plain wide city of Ravnica. I'm your dungeon master, Sullivan Harris. So something new we're doing, we are going to, as a jury, vote for whether or not everybody's answer to the question this week is either clever or funny enough to get them an inspiration point for the rest of today's episode. So can you all let me know what your character's relationship to the law is. So we will start with Casey Clark. Playing your human barbarian, Baldrick Stormcaller. Baldrick's criminal record is probably a lot less clean than everyone would think it'd be. So to give some context, before Baldrick joined the Boros, he had moved to the city just a young man with ambitions, and he eventually fell on hard times. This led to Baldrick uh, actually learning to become a, a pickpocket and a shoplifter by trade. He, that's how he also met Leth. When him and Leth were together, they were also, you know, working kind of like a pickpocket ring, but it was just the two of them. They were they were a couple of scam artists, and uh, they would go around the streets, mostly in the marketplace, and they'd try to pickpocket like the richest people they could find. One day, Baldrick made the mistake of trying to pickpocket uh, a Boros legion officer, uh, a large minotaur man, and he ended up catching him. But instead of reprimanding him, the officer saw Baldrick as somebody who could be worked with and who could be changed. And that Minotaur became Baldrick's mentor in the Boros Legion, Kragnar. Since he got taken up by the Boros Legion, he eventually had to leave Left Behind. And she left him with a parting gift, though, which was a, a sketch that he made for her. She gave him back his drawing? Yeah. I don't want this shit. <laughs> so she didn't like it? No, no. she didn't. It's not that she didn't like it. She wanted to... She wanted him to remember her so she gave him a sketch that he had made like a year prior so she gave him back his gift <laughs> yeah kind of i think that this is supposed to sound romantic but i have to say it doesn't sound romantic <laughs> at all <laughs> was that funny or creative enough to get him an inspiration point i mean it wasn't intentionally funny but i found it <laughs> quite humorous he can have it sure yay for the left exposition that actually made sense i don't say yay i say ye. Give him that expiration point. 
And I'm also saying yay because that was some good backstory. Lena Pratt. Playing Guy Elfman. He is a dwarven paladin who thinks he's an elven paladin. Guy's relationship with the law, it's pretty good. He's gotten a couple tickets for misparking his minotaur, his centaur. A minotaur would be weird. <laughs> That'd be tight. <laughs> he got in trouble for jaywalking one time. He's actually gotten arrested for soliciting a couple times, handing out pamphlets for Karl Marx. They're not informative, but either way, he didn't have a permit to be standing there handing them out. Guy. What, Mark? I told you you should use more primary colors. <laughs> Blue is a primary color. These pamphlets are all blue. Graphic design is his passion. Guy, there's only two primary colors. <laughs> red and yellow. That's just not true, Mark. I went to art school, I know. What? You didn't know that. This is new. Well, why don't you fill us in on that? That's a story from another day. <laughs> all right, let's vote. Let's vote for Olena. I say yay. Nay. Ooh. I'm still kind of upset that you made the pamphlets blue and not red, and for that I say nay. <laughs> communism, damn it. Why are they blue? Because they're not very informative. <laughs> Yay. I like cult. I- I'm also going nay. I'm sorry, Lena. That's fine. I wouldn't remember to use it anyway. She's got a point. Ben Mannix. <laughs> Playing Flumstick the Gava, Vidalkin Cleric, and most of Flum's run-ins with the law come from just blissful ignorance, accidentally taking things that aren't his, breaking things a lot. But the notable case in Flum's history is back when Flum was living in mostly Vidalkin society, he was put on trial for a case of domestic terrorism. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? And so the story is there was one of their nuclear reactors in the area shut down, overloaded, they had to do a whole by-block quarantine, contain the radiation to save the oh city. Because this radio shut down, and it was sabotage. And the prosecutors are sitting here like, he doesn't have an alibi. We've got multiple eyewitnesses putting him at the scene. And we got street cam footage putting him right outside after the incident. Street cam footage? Yes. It's Vidalkin Society. They're more advanced. Right, but more advanced to the point of cameras? Yes. It imprints it on magic crystals. The magic ISO is pretty pretty high, though. <laughs> Flum was being defended by his uncle, Gurgathi Jagava, very well-renowned lawyer. Well, that has to go in my notes. Gurgathi? Yes. I'll give you the spelling <laughs> okay. later. And so, Gurgathi didn't call a single witness except for Flum to the stand does not present any pieces of evidence, gives no alibi, simply spends the next three days giving Flum basic questions and simple logic tests. And the reason he did that was because this case hinged on the fact that this person could disable the reactor security system, evade the guards, get into the reactor, locate the central core, and then initiate the terminate the emergency stop sequence. And at the end of those three days, the jury ruled that Flum was far too stupid to actually have been able to accomplish that. Oh my god. Little did they know, Flum was one day walking by, craving some ice cream, saw the reactor, and thought it was a fancy ice cream store, and did all of those things that they thought he could not do. Wait, so is there like a death toll associated with this? Maybe a few people here and there working in the reactor and the city around. 
Eh, what's a couple dozen in the grand scheme of things, right? It's just like Chernobyl. Like the official Ravnica death toll is like <laughs> eight people, but the actual death toll is probably more like 400,000. <laughs> All right, let's put it to a vote. Yay. Yee. Yay. Yay. Absolute gay. You get inspiration, baby. <laughs> Joanna. Uh, hi, guys. I'm Joanna. I play Daryl Hall, a Loxodon bard, question mark. And um, as we still all know, Dar- yeah, still up in the air. We're uh, we're juggling that one. Daryl has, well, let's just say like binders of instances <laughs> of run-ins with the law. He keeps them like categorized in three ring binders. <laughs> yeah. In fact... Yeah, he doesn't wallpaper the walls at his apartment or whatever. I don't know. Does he live under a bridge? I don't know. We have never discussed this. Yeah, I actually haven't figured out where this man's house is. But he doesn't wallpaper. He just uses like the like the copies of all the arrest warrants to just like line his walls. (laughs) And so instead of going through like the laundry list of things he has done, he just wants to take you down a trip down memory lane of one of his favorite ones. Okay. And it wasn't drug-related or even murder, which you would think would be up there. Would we? Yeah, no, murder wasn't like my first thought, but... (laughs) Surprisingly, it's not murder. So one day, one of Daryl's good close friends came forward and asked him to help him solve a conspiracy. The first conspiracy Daryl was ever involved with, actually. And it, it went all the way to the top, baby. It involved Ravnica government. It was like this whole big thing. And basically... What Daryl did was steal the Declaration of Independence for Ravnica. <laughs> it, that was it. That was his only involvement. He didn't ask no more details. He doesn't know what happened to his friend after that. He also disappeared off the map, much like most of the people in Daryl's backstory, because I don't feel like figuring out where they went. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and in fact, that's one of his one of his biggest outstanding warrants is the fact that he was definitely seen doing it, but they just didn't catch him yet. Wow, that uh, that might have to come up later. <laughs> so would yeah, you so would perhaps. you say that Daryl was on the run before the events of the Selesnia conspiracy, and the only reason he's still free is because he ended up helping everyone? Oh yeah, Daryl used to live in like Ward forty three, and he just had to like move out of necessity. Ward thirty three is just a ward full of nomads who are all on the run from the law. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy time. Put it to a vote, yay or nay? Yay. Yay. I like voting. Yay. Yay. I'm also going, yeah, you get an inspiration, baby. Christopher Rowe. Hello, I am Christopher Rowe, and I play the good old Chuggles the Muppet born. He is a druid and also a barbarian. He has the ability to transform into animals when he swallows his little uh, gem thingy. And he can slash you with his bear claws. Has he turned into anything other than a bear on the podcast yet? Nope. Well, he has another transformation, but he's waiting for something to use it for because it needs to be moist. Very moist. <laughs> uh, okay. A, a body of water, like one that. might say. Considering that at your current level, you cannot have a creature with a swimming speed, I'm very interested <laughs> to see what this moist requirement animal is. <laughs> I thought I can have a swimming speed. Oh, uh-oh. Uh Well, that's why it hasn't come up yet. Uh, Good thing it hasn't come up yet. Chuggles has a very interesting relationship with the law. He doesn't like the law. He just does whatever he wants. And whenever the cops show up, he's just like, I wanted to do that, though. And does that work for him? He is pretty cute. Usually they just 
they don't believe whatever's happened. Like usually there's like a big ass fire and there's just a dumbass Muppet born sitting there on the floor. So the shenanigans are so incredulous that it's almost impossible for them to believe that they actually happened. Basically. I like to imagine that some of Chuggles' many crimes have been pinned on Daryl. <laughs> yeah, that's why he hangs out with Daryl. Honestly, 100% our backstory. <laughs> the biggest time he's ever gotten in trouble is when he had an underground candy smuggling ring. He started working with a guy from Mice, one of the nicer people. And he tried to have a nice... Which is uh, the Muppet Foreign Immigration Control. Oh, I forgot. Enforcement. And enforcement. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. A-cab. Yeah. So he's had a steady flow of candy being sent into one of Chuggles' uh, family's ghettos. <laughs> they, 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 they brought the big ban hammer of the law down on Chuggles. That one definitely should have been pinned on me. An underground candy ring? Are we kidding? There might have been drugs in the candy. Exactly. That one should have been mine. But Chuggles didn't realize it. Chuggles thought it was just like some fun dip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was like, I want candy for everyone. And the person's like, oh, I think he means drugs. Why else would he be underground? Wait, it should be like a triple fold over. So like Daryl thought it was drugs. But Chuggles knew it was candy, so Daryl got involved. But then the people on the street also thought it was drugs, but then they bought it and actually just got fun dip. <laughs> <laughs> but they snorted the fun dip and it gave them nose aids anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's vote on it. I say yay for nose aids. Yay. 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 I've been sold. All right, so everybody except for Lena, good old Guy Elfman, now has one inspiration point that they can use at some point by the end of the episode. It will expire by the end of the episode, so I encourage you to use it. Mm. Now, what you can do with an inspiration point is anytime you roll, before I tell you whether or not that roll succeeds, you can choose to use your inspiration point to re-roll it. Hacking. Yeah, you're hacking the game. Where we left off, you all were about to head off to Baldrick's former office at the Buckster building when a familiar Muppet born rolled out of your car in a little scuffle with your chauffeur. So in front of you, on top of a roughed up looking Paul the Painter, is a ripped Muppet born wearing nothing but a pair of torn jeans with a very big bulge in the crotch and a mop of black hair pulled back with a bandana. And he just looks up at you all and is like, Hey, what? Drambo, is that you? Yes. Oh, God. I thought I wouldn't have to deal with them. Hey, guys, get this thing off of me. This thing's been trying to kill me. Yeah, a lot of people try to do that to us, too. Trambo, get get off of him. He's okay. What? He was trying to steal your yellow thing. Oh, and kill him then. No, no, he wasn't. Oh, he, this is our driver. He's just, he was driving us around. We don't know how to drive. Oh, so he cool? He's cool. Sorry, cool guy. And he steps off of Paul the Painter, and Paul the Painter steps up and, like, dusts off his shirt. Let this be a lesson to you, Paul the Painter. Don't steal our yellow thing. <laughs> you guys told me, to, you guys told me to pocket. Flum's gonna lean into uh, Chuggles and be like, Are we not gonna talk about how that piece of felt is talking? I don't know, Flum, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Wow, world's really gone to shit since we left. Was I wrong in remembering Drambo as being a girl? What? I think Drambo is a girl. Drambo yeah, is okay. a girl. Yeah, it does not <laughs> change that doesn't change the description whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just trying to <laughs> see if that was a Daryl flashback. <laughs> With this big Muppet eyes, he's just like looking back and forth at all of you uh, very quickly. I, uh, if I remember correctly, which is likely that I don't, 
Weren't you left in Innistrad or like go back to the Feywild or something? Why are you here? You left me. I thought I miss you. So I hide under car. <laughs> Wait, Dram- Drambo, uh, but what? You didn't you didn't go back with the rest of the fairies? Long story. Drambo don't want to tell. Why? Tell. Tell, Drambo, tell. Duh, duh. Oh, Dram- uh, not like Drambo hide under windowsills looking at Dravnik Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, how did you survive the interdimensional drift if you're just under our car? His eyes just like widen. And like for the first time ever on Drambo's face, you see fear wash over it. <laughs> and he just kind of like stares off into the middle distance. <laughs> it's like a, a, a non flashback. Okay, uh, I think I, I broke it. Someone else take the lead. I'm bad at this. Oh, wait, Daryl. What? Sick tats. Oh, thanks, dog. Oh, Jesus, my tats. Oh, God. <laughs> also, um, lift this. And he reaches down into the crotch of his pants <laughs> and pulls out. A duck, which is honking like mad. <gasps> and he tosses it into the air. <laughs> my dog! And it quickly flaps onto your shoulder with like... No, it doesn't flap onto my shoulder. I grab that bitch like a Hail Mary toss. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers at the end zone, baby, and I grab that bitch. <laughs> What's its name again? I forget. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. I won't forget my duck. Wait, it's your duck. Fuck, what is I it? Know. It's, um, oh, man. I don't remember. But as you grab it, it lets out a very happy. I promise I won't forget this. Uh, maybe. At least for this episode, <laughs> I will not forget this duck exists. <laughs> I missed you. What gender is it? I missed you, bud. Are you going to give it a little looksy-doo under the under the hood? Oh, c- can you do that? Yeah, yeah, well, no, is that yeah. what happens? I don't think you can. I, I sh- Show Papa. Show Papa if he hurt you. I spread, <laughs> I spread its wings. I guess roll a nature check if you want to discern the gender. It's 14. 15. 15. 15 gender. I guess you've probably seen a lot of ducks in Innistrad, and the females have longer brown feathers on their wings. This one does not have that, so it is a male. Oh, bromance. Guy, are, are, are you okay with, with this? What do you mean? Uh, You know, the, the duck. Silly baldric. Ducks aren't birds. Ducks aren't birds. Ducks are ducks. Exactly. And then I do that like basketball move where you roll the ball from like one arm to the other, but it's with the duck. Wait, 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 wait. Check this shit out. Look, they have teeth. And I open its mouth and show its teeth. Birds don't have teeth. Does that mean Chuggles is a bird? Wait, does my duck have a full set of teeth? Yeah, ducks have teeth. <laughs> right. Ducks have teeth. <laughs> That's on God. All right. They also have spiky <laughs> tongues. Question. I believe your duck has like the option to bite as that an attack. And I think I might have used that. No, no, I didn't. I used it to touch a button. You did not. In the first episode. Never mind. You you also did not do that. You used your invisible servant to touch the lever in the first <laughs> what episode. What did I use the duck for? Nothing. You've forgotten about the duck the whole time, which is why I had it introduced right now. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, and then uh, Baldrick gets down on like one knee and like looks straight like, looks at Drambo and is like, so Drambo, uh, other than being a, a deus ex machina, bring back Daryl's duck. Why, why are you here? You guys leave. And I thought I miss you guys too much. So I come. Okay. Are, are you are you willing to help us out? Uh, I, oh, yes. I I do whatever you require. Great Baldrick. Okay, don't say that, little man. Don't say that, little man. Why not he Great Baldrick? No, he, he Lesser oh. Baldrick. Lesser Baldrick? Uh, super ultra smelly Lesser Baldrick. Yeah. 
You will address him as such. Yes, sir, Super Ultra Smelly Baldrick. I poke Drambo. Oh, uh, I chuggle. Oh. I want to know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> so, this Ravnica? I think so. Smell like shit. It's kind of a shit yeah. wall, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. You got that right, buddy. Didn't Innistrad smell like shit? Innistrad smell good. Like meat. Uh, hey, did, did you guys get uh, whatever you wanted to accomplish done in there? Paul, are you sleeping on the job? We've got places to go. What? In position, in position. Yo, okay, okay, sounds good. And he jumps into the car and starts it up. Shotgun! Uh, I guess we have enough room in the car. Truggles Tr and Drambo, you, you guys can sit together. I can, uh, I, I sit under wheel. No, Drambo, you don't need to do that anymore. He sits under wheel. Get under the car. I want to sit under wheel. Oh, we sit under wheel together. Me, Chuggles. No, you, Rambo. Drambo, no Rambo, Truggles, okay? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I ride under. Okay, all right. I guess we're not going through any more multiversal drifts, so I guess you can ride under the wheel. Truggles, are you joining him? Uh, I changed my mind, actually. I want to sit in the glove box. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's feasible. You could just, like, pop it down and Truggles could sit there. Yeah. But can it be popped down while Daryl's legs are in As that seat? I was about to say, one Ooh. problem. I'm the one in the shotgun seat, so my knees are, like, out the windshield. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, so if Daryl sits in the passenger seat and pushes it all the way back and we have mm. Sting behind Daryl. I can do that. I'll take that hit for the team. And then Chuggles. I think we can fit three people in a line like that. Hi, Daryl's crotch. And then my crotch says back, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another crotch goblin. So you all load into the lot of Neva in that respective pattern. Drambo grossly scuttles on all four legs under the lot of Neva. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> okay, Paul, take us to the guild concourse. We're going to the Bor Boros offices. Uh, which one would that be? The one in Ward 69, the the Buckster building. Oh, okay, that'll just be a minute. And uh, he takes off driving. I rolls down his window. When you try to roll down the window, you're sitting in the seat that Flum, Baldrick, and Chuggles pried open. So the window just kind of like stops after a little crack and comes to a halt. Oh. <laughs> Chuggles. Yes. You have a booster pack of Ravnik Vendor's playing cards. <gasps> I do. Flum stole from the speaker. Can I rip that sucker open? You tear it open and as you pull out each card, at first they kind of just look like a plain piece of white cardstock. But once the card is fully out of the pack, it begins to swirl with color, forming the actual art on the card. And so there are five cards in every booster pack. And the first one you pull out is a common Daryl Hall card. <gasps> what do I look like? What do I look like? What do I look like? So on the front of the card is one of Daryl's many mugshots. And on the back, it has basically the cliff notes of his character sheet. And then on the bottom of the back, there is a fun fact section. And each fun fact section has two bullet points. So Daryl says, the first one is, it is rumored that Daryl once had to kill his own brother, though no one knows why. And the second one says, Daryl is known for his trademark fishnets, which have to be custom made by the Rakdos. Holy shit, that's me. And wait, hold on. I recognize this mugshot. This is from when I got caught selling drugs to the mayor's daughter. So, Chuggles, <laughs> the second card you pull out is a common Baldrick Stormcaller's Warhammer card. So this is just a picture of Baldrick's Warhammer and the card, it's an item card that has the ability instantly shift the focus of the battle to yourself, no matter how much anyone else hates you. Wow. <laughs> what a shitty card. I mean, if you don't want it, I'll take it. I cram it into the, the, the glove compartment. 
<laughs> the third card you pull out is a super rare Daryl Hall alternate hollow card. So the front has a holographic picture of Daryl DJing at a Rakdos rave, but otherwise is the same as the other card, like same information and all that. Does that also double as one of his mugshots? No. <laughs> this one's more like a Boros investigator took a Polaroid of Daryl while hunting him down. <laughs> the fourth card you pull out is a common Bam Grimes card. So the front has a picture of Bam, who is the big Rocky fella that you guys chased down way oh, back yeah. when. He is looking unenthused by something that Danny Hurricane is doing behind him. And the back of the card describes him as a barbarian who holds within him the elemental power of rock. And the two fun facts under that read, one actually made of rare orange corundum, and two doesn't need to defecate, the rocks will just eventually fall off him. Oh. <laughs> this one oh, doesn't God. shit. Uh, and then the fifth and final card you pull out is an ultra rare law mage dread card oh shit so the front has a picture of a beefy looking man in super bulky silver armor with light blue accents he looks very stern with a wrinkled face that looks like it's been through a lot and the back of the card describes him as an azorius law mage whose first and only duty is upholding the laws of ravnica anything else is pointless the two fun facts are one has a bitter lifelong feud with baldrick stormcaller and two took Baldrick's office at the Buckster building immediately after he disappeared. This guy might have a complex. Wait. <laughs> Daryl hides Wait. his laughter in his, like, sleeve. <laughs> Wait a minute. Chuggles, give me that card. Don't do it, Chuggles. It's an ultra rare. Uh, and Baldrick is going to reach forward to grab the card from Guy's going to slap his hand. Uh, oh, no, yeah, we're playing patty cake. Don't you take that from him. <laughs> it's my card. Chuggles, you are trying to resist this. Oh, absolutely. Someone's trying to steal his rare cards. Okay, so I want you two to do a dexterity challenge. Uh, Chuggles, you will have advantage because of Guy helping you. I got a four. With advantage? <laughs> yeah, I rolled a one on the second one. I got an 18. <laughs> so, Baldrick, you pretty easily snatch that card from his hand. Chuggles starts crying, <laughs> and he slams the, the thing <laughs> shut that he saved. Does he just go into the glove compartment? <laughs> yeah. He rolls <laughs> in. <laughs> Baldrick looks at the card and he's like frantic and he's like what what my office dread and and then he holds the card in his hand and he's like dread oh Daryl is crying with laughter Daryl is <laughs> constantly weeping guys trying to convince struggles to come out and get revenge well no he re Baldrick reaches forward and pushes it into the the uh, edge of the glove box door to like try and put it in. The edges of the glove box are filled with yarn and yarn is kind of like sprawling out all over the place and like <laughs> tying up and shit. He's just What's sewn that? himself in there. Chuggles, it's also kind of getting hard to breathe. Chuggles doesn't need air. Does Chuggles- He doesn't eat or drink. Casey, do you have any insight on this? Chuggles doesn't eat or drink, but I don't know about the air part. I guess probably not, right? He probably doesn't need air. Can Chuggles survive in space? We gonna find out. <laughs> Never been done. <laughs> Season four. We're sending Chuggles to space. <laughs> Paul pulls the Ladaniva up to the Buckster building. So this is the dark, towering, brutalist temple uh, that is dedicated to all things guild-related that you guys visited when you first met the speaker. However, something seems off about it. So the last time you were here, the traffic through the large wooden main doors was very heavy with all sorts of beings from all sorts of guilds making their way in and out 
to work or file complaints. There was also like tons of people just scattered around the building, like outside eating lunch or talking. But now there doesn't really seem to be any citizens in sight. Instead, there are only two Azorius guards, both of them humans, decked out in similar armor to what you saw on Judge Dredd's playing card. They are just like intensely watching the streets. And when they see you pull up, like their eyes are glued to you guys. Baldrick scoots past Flum and hops straight out of the car and starts walking right up to the guards. As you do that, Paul the painter turns back to the rest of you and he's like, so uh, I could like come in with you guys this time. Like uh, there's parking right on the side of the street here. I like your voice, little man. Come on in. Yeah. Hey, guys, oh, last, last time we were here, they gave us money. You think we could convince them to do that again? Flum, I think that that was for a very specific purpose. But we, we don't we, have much of a... We killed the vampires. Now, that was like the that was like the deposit, and now we got to collect the final reward, right? Hey, yeah, maybe, we, maybe we're going to get a bonus or something. Yeah. And we look so damn sexy. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> so everyone's hopping out? Yes. I sure am. When you do, you hear a voice from behind you like, hey. And you see uh, you see Drambo's like, two eyes glowing under the darkness of the underside of the car. And he's like, you need me to come. Mm. You think we want the extra muscle? I mean, are we going to fight him? Do we need muscle? Oh, no. These guys look pretty scary. All he did was take Baldrick's office. Is that that important? Oh, you're right. I whispered a sting. Why are we here again? I wasn't listening. I think Baldrick wants to go to his office for some reason, but I, I'm not, I don't really remember why. Oh, okay. And then I, I say, Drabo, you stay here. This is a really nice car. Someone might steal it. Oh, yeah. This is a bad part of the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. I watch car. I watch car with my life. I also set my duck to kill mode. And do you leave it on the La Deniva or? Yeah. Just kill mode on your shoulder. <laughs> Actually, yeah. It's on my shoulder. It's like a turret. <laughs> do you have to like manually input friends into the duck so it doesn't attack your friends on kill mode <laughs> yeah the duck is like the uh, spider-man instant kill mode its eyes just go like shut and have little red exactly. dots <laughs> so Baldrick you make it up to the two Azorius guards first and as you do they both step in front of the door and the one of them goes stop citizens State your business with the Ward 69 chapter of the Azorius. What do you mean, Azorius? This this used to be the guild concourse. Every guild had offices in this building, especially the Boros. Sir, we're going to need you to calm down. As of 24 Griev 1080, and in accordance to the Crayola Amendment 23, the Buckster building has been civilly forfeited to the Azorius Senate for use as a base of operations in Ward 69. This is of issue with you. You should have spoken your piece at the Ward Hall meeting. Wait, forfeited by who? Forfeited by all the guilds. The rest of you can make it up at this point. Kragnar, are you in there? Who is Kragnar? <laughs> My goddamn superior officer. Superior officer of who? You are definitely not an Azorius guard. No, I'm a Boros Legionnaire, bitch. I'm a Wojek. I'm an investigator. Now let me in the building. They both unholster their staffs from their backs and hold them across each other. And they're like, sir, we're going to need to ask you to lower your voice and vacate the premises. I think you're just going to have to kill him. <laughs> are we going to back him up? Give him a good poke. Where, where is Law Mage Dread, you, you lackeys? Where is he? We are not permitted to tell you the location of Law Mage Dread. I need to get back to my previous office in that building. There's something of grave importance in that building. I put my hand over Baldrick's mouth. Shut up. And then I and then I look to the two guys and I say, do you not recognize me, little man? And then I pull out my trading card and I like flick him at him. 
Who has my trading card? Chuggles. Check this shit out. I throw Chuggles at them. <laughs> Hello. So one of them is going to make a dexterity saving throw to try to catch Chuggles. Okay. Uh, and they got a three. So Chuggles, okay. you just womp into their armor. And Daryl, can you make a unarmed strike? Roll the damage for that. So that's a D4 plus your dexterity modifier. Well, bad news. That is a four plus a three. So a seven. But guess what? I'm going to use my law. I'm going to use my inspiration dice or fucking whatever it is. Oh. Roll again. Normally you can't roll damage, but since this is the first time I've ever, I think I've ever had anyone use inspiration to try to get a lower roll, I'm going to let it slide. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good news. I rolled another four. (laughs) Seven stays. (laughs) Chuggles, you take seven damage as you just slam face first into the chest plate of one of these guards, then go sliding to the ground. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For some upkeep here, did Chuggles grab the dread card that I slid back into the glove box? Uh, sure. I see rare cards, I grab. Okay. So the two guards are going to now point their staves at you guys. This is your last warning. Step back, citizens, or we will take necessary action. I mean, is Bulger's office really that important? I say we just leave. Boom, it's important. All right, listen to me. You see this guy? Are you guy? going to tell us why it's important? I will in a minute. He points at Daryl and he says, Do you see this? This is Daryl Hall. One in criminal and like... A bunch of wards? What? I'm, bring- what? I'm bringing him in. That's not Daryl Hall. What are you talking about? My name's Astro Todd, idiot. You literally threw the card. You, Joanna, you threw the card at him. That's racism. Not all Oxidons are the same. Baldrick, can you roll a persuasion check for me? Can I just say I hate Baldrick? I mean, we can kill him right here. 16. Okay, so the one the one Azorius guard turns to the other one. He's like, uh, Law Mage Tony. Can you confirm this? And Law Mage Tony like waves his staff around a little bit and all of a sudden like just a wheel of fortune wheel just starts like spinning in front of him with a bunch of different faces on it and it slowly stops on Daryl's face. Daryl Hall, wanted on 83 accounts of arson, 232 accounts of drug dealing and 12 accounts of public lewdness. I can confirm. Isn't Daryl covered in tattoos? I look at it and say, that elephant is clearly not me. It is unmarked by tattoos. And I've had these since I was a a child. (laughs) That isn't a lie. Last time I checked, I think you had put your hood up. So are you taking your hood down now to reveal your tattoos? Yeah, I guess. Although I guess the tattoos have like a different connotation, but I also don't want to get arrested because of fucking Baldrick. They are both going to roll a perception check on you. So the first one got a 5 plus 6, that's 11, and that's not enough to notice you as the real Daryl. The other got an 8 plus 6, and that's 13, and that is also not enough. So they are both like, actually, on second thought, this doesn't look like Daryl Hall. Yeah, Daryl Hall doesn't have tattoos. House Demir, though, huh? Might want to stay away from those fellas. Oh, I'm aware. That's, uh, That's why I had the hood up, so people... You know, wouldn't recognize that. Check out my duck, though. And then I do a cool duck flip. What is a duck flip? I uh, I roll it into a ball and, I don't know, <laughs> do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> you roll it into a ball and do something with it. Yeah. I don't know. I triple it. <laughs> is this a Looney Tune? Okay, you are not wanted at this time. But if you do not get out of our faces, you will be under arrest for distracting a public guard doing his duty. Yeah, whatever. I'm bored. Let's go. 
Okay, listen to me. I am Baldrick Stormcaller, former Boros Wojek. Who you are means nothing to us. A citizen is a citizen. As he's speaking, I whisper to the rest of them. It's like, if we all grab him and walk away, he won't be strong enough to resist us. I uh, pick up Chuggles and I'm like, Chuggles, show them the Law Mage Dread card. What card? Why would that matter? Why? <laughs> the, 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 dre- the one that I, I took from you. Show them the card. One more word out of you and we are placing you under arrest. Just look at the card. Sir, one <laughs> more word and you are under arrest. I grab him and walk away. Are you trying to resist, Baldrick? Baldrick concedes and he's like, fine. I'll take this up with the with everyone else. <laughs> As you all walk back to, I'm assuming the car. Yes. The two guards like step back away from the door and put their stabs back behind their backs. Baldrick would like to. I want to. Can I make a perception check to see if I can? Actually, I I would know this since like I worked in the building for a while. I want to try to get to another like entrance. I want to scout the building to see if there's some a place that's like unguarded. There's like one back door in the back of the building. And then otherwise, there's like windows going up the entire thing. But the way you actually get to the upper levels in this building is by going up staircases on the outside, like big cement staircases. So there are those staircases, then there's the windows, and then there's uh, one door that you know is in the back. I'm going to try to go and sneak, try to get to a staircase and sneak up it to try to find get to my office window. So the two main staircases are like right next to the front door. And then they go They go up to the second floor and then they go around on a little platform around the entire thing then go up to the next floor again at the front of the building. Okay, Baldrick wants to go back to the car and like make sure that the Azorius aren't watching and then try to get around the building to the back door. Guys, listen to me. I need to get into that office. There's something very important in my office that we need. Secrets don't make friends. You tell us what's so important or we're leaving. It's the last thing I have from left. Well, that's just lame. Oh, is it your picture? Is it the picture you drew her? Yes, it's the picture I drew of her. Okay, let's go. It doesn't matter. Just draw, draw another, another one. one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, guys, come on. This is Baldrick, right? He's our friend. And if this is, is important he? to him, I think we should help him out. <sighs> Can't we do it later? Also, Law Mage Dread is a dick. And he took over my office. I need to know what the hell he changed in there and if he, if he threw out that locket. No, you don't. Daryl, Daryl, come on. Baldrick, oh, our friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just haven't drank my Mountain Dew today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you guys don't want to go, that's fine. But I'm going to try to sneak around to the back door of the building and get myself up to the office. You can help if you want. Fine. Wait, can I roll? What would I have to roll to convince him not to want to do this? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think role. you can Damn do that. All <laughs> right, never mind. I, I'll do whatever Blum does. I've decided <laughs> me and him are best friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where, where's this back door? It's around the other side of the building. We got to get over there without being noticed by the guards. Hey, I could, I could just like drive us around to the other side of the building. Do you know if that back door is unguarded? Why the hell would I know that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's true. Why would you know that? Uh, yeah. Okay, Paul, just take us around the building. Try to make it look 
not suspicious. Okay, I'm very good at that. Everyone hop in. Oh, we all get in this bright-ass yellow clown car and make our way to the back of the building. <laughs> Paul takes off, and as he does, he rolls down his window and like gives a big smile and wave to the two Azorius guards. <laughs> he takes you to the other side of the block. So there's like another building between you guys and the Buckster building right now, but it's just like you just walk down an alley to get to the back of the Buckster building. Okay. He drove down an alley? He drove around the block. <laughs> Oh, okay. And you have to go down an alley between two buildings to get to the alley behind the Buckster building. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get out and start sulking down the alley. Sulking? Skulking. Oh. Is everyone else in tow? Yeah, sneaking behind. Sure. If Flum goes, I go. This time, Paul is like, uh, I, this seems a, a little bit shady to me, so I think I'm going to stand a cough at this one. Okay, Paul, you can be the getaway driver. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to wait here. And then Drambo under the car, same thing. You hear his voice and you see his eyes glowing under the carriage. And he's like, what about me? Oh, uh, Drambo. Drambo, you come with us. I come with you. And he hops out from under the car and sprints to catch up with you guys. Wait a minute. Drambo, you're really fast, right? You can like go up buildings and shit. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. Can you scout out in front there and see if it's guarded and possibly get yourself up on the staircases? You want me to go to front? No, no, no. Um, okay, first, scout and see if the black door's guarded. Okay. And then I need you to run distraction in the front. Uh, okay. Can you do that? Distract in front. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Okay, but for, for, first go scout and then come back, tell us, and then go do that. Okay, go scout. Come back. Scout back. And then go. Distract. Yes. Okay. I will go with Drambo. Chuggles, you're not that fast. Don't do that. Can I keep up with Drambo if I were to go with him? Probably not. <laughs> what, what if What if we held hands? Probably not. <laughs> but what if I cast a spell upon myself? Which would be... Long Strider. Which would do... <laughs> if I touch a creature, the target speed increases by 10 feet until the spell ends. Uh, yeah, that'd probably actually be enough to keep up with Drambo if you want to go with him. All right, I spend one level one spell slot to cast Long Strider upon myself. Okay, is so, is Drambo trans or have we just switched the gender? Drambo has always been a lady. I know. Yeah. You keep saying okay. he. Yeah. Drambo's pronouns are he, him, but it's a girl. Okay. Yeah, okay. yes, yes. That's it. Thank you. All right. Fine. I Sold. went to liberal arts college, I know. Oh, and can I add that cosmetically, Longstrider makes Chuggles' legs two times as long. <laughs> <laughs> but the pants don't grow with them, so you just have like these gross, pale, yeah. long, skinny legs shooting out the they bottom They become of pants. booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and his ass just badunks out. So, Chuggles, you and Drambo go sprinting down into the alley and up to the back of the Buster building. You do see the back door that Baldrick told you about. There's also a door, a back door on each level that you go up. Could you make a quick perception check for me? And Drambo is also going to make a perception check. Nine plus two, 11. Okay, so you do not notice any guards around here or anything amiss, and neither does Drambo. He's going to go running back if you're going to follow him, Chuggles. Uh, can I get into the doorway? So you just like run up and grab the handle and give it a little turn? Yeah. All of a sudden, a ear-shattering horn blares throughout, like, the entire ward. And almost in an instant, the two law mages that were at the front door 
come running around like in a pincer maneuver to the left and right of you. Would it be possible to try to make it to the car before we were seen? Are you trying to fucking bolt? No, I was going to have, I wanted it to have- It sounds like he's trying to fucking bolt. No, I want to have Paul drive back around and then try to get in through the front since you distracted the guards. And leave Chuggles to die? <laughs> Bye, Chugs. <laughs> Chuggles. Yes. So basically the two alleyways form a T with the Buckster building being on the top line of the T and then the way you came from to get back to your friends is like the bottom of the T and the door to the Buckster building is on the top left of the T. Okay. And the two law mages have come down from either side of the alley on either side of the Buckster building uh, to try to pincer maneuver you. And as they run up to you, they scream, Halt! You are under arrest for the crime of trespassing. Drop your weapons and surrender immediately or we will use necessary force. Can everybody roll initiative real quick? 19 plus 1, 20. I got a 16 plus 2, 18. 15 plus 2, 17. 17 plus 2, 19. Uh, I got 17, 15 plus 2. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so Flum or Daryl, which one of you wants to go first? Okay, uh, so you all hear this piercing thing, and the two law mages are going to get a surprise round on you two. The one on the left, the one that was doing all the talking, is going to throw his hand forward, and as he does, this piece of iron shoots out from his armor, and I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw for me, Chris. Well, let me tell you, I am proficient in wisdom saving throws. 18. He actually throws out two pieces of metal and the first one hits Drambo and wraps around him and all of a sudden Drambo just goes completely stiff, unable to move. The second piece wraps around you, but you're able to like kind of uh, push it away almost with your mind and it just tinkers to the ground. The other law mage is going to kind of like smash his two fists together and as he does, his skin just turns to stone. Shuggles you are going to have the first turn with your 20. So what is Drambo trapped in? Drambo has a piece of iron around him, but it kind of has like a ghostly appearance to it, not like a physical piece of metal, and he is just stiff. I think you should pick up Drambo and try to make a run for it. You have Longstrider on, right? Uh, can I pick up Drambo? Uh, since you're both pretty small, I'd say you'd probably be able to pick up another Muppetborn. They don't weigh that much. Can I bolt back towards the group? So if you do have him up, I'm going to say that probably negates your long strider, so you would just oh, have fuck. your normal movement speed since you are carrying someone. Does it look like I can make it or no? You'd be able to make it like just up to the alley, but not quite there yet. How far away are the guards? The guard that did the talking and threw the handcuffs on you is 20 feet to your left, and then the other one is 60 feet to your right. And he's right at the entrance to the alley that your friends are in. I would like to cast Entangle... The range of the spell is 90 feet, and it creates a 20-foot cube. Uh, the creature that I cast the spell must succeed a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling yarn until the spell ends. I want to hit the closer one to us. He got a natural one. And do you want the point of origin of that 20-foot that radius to be him? I want it to be behind him, just one square behind him. So basically, I take my gem on my hand I crash it into the ground, and yarn starts spilling out of the ground nearby him and latching onto him, tying him up. And since he failed the saving throw, it 
perfectly ties up his leggies and arms. Uh, one of them goes up his nose. Huh. Well, okay, so I'll give you the one that goes up his nose, but it can't get his arms because it does just restrain his movement, I believe. Okay. So it wraps up his legs nice and tight. One goes up his nose, um, but he still has use of his hands. Okay. I also, last thing before I end, this is like visible to my friends, right? Like they can see that there's a guard that's tangled up. We heard the horn. We probably heard them yell that they're under arrest, right? Yeah. And do you want to do anything else? You can rage as a bonus action. I can't rage as Chuggles. He can only rage when he's transformed into an animal. I don't think that's a mechanic, but that is a good plot device. It's a mechanic for my own sake because Chuggies don't get angry. I feel like that's an absolute lie. I've seen him angry before. Well, yeah, Chuggles yeah. gets angry pretty easily. Guy, you have the next move. You heard that alarm blare. You heard them shout that Chuggles is under arrest, but you cannot see anything yet down the alleyway. You guys are still pretty far down your own alley. Guys, I'm going to get deported. <laughs> I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. He pulls out his Warhammer. He starts to swing it around, and you see like from it emerges a different spectral Warhammer that is fully animated out. How is a Warhammer animated? Um, chrome. chrome. A lot of spikes. <laughs> Duh, <laughs> idiot. There's a skull on the handle. It is huge. I'm going to manifest it right next to that guy, the law mage. But I'm going to hold and wait and see if we're going to attack these guys or not. Just so you know, having a giant hammer appear in front of him is going to alert him that something is going on here and he's probably going Perhaps to be pretty Perhaps it's threatened. 20 feet above him. Well, you make it like, how about instead of it being like ugly, you make it like pink and sparkly like an anime girl's <laughs> warhammer. Okay, so it'll be above his head. Baldrick, you're up. All right, so he's going to run up to the end of the alley diagonally to the, um, the other law mage. He's going to pull out his warhammer and he's going to start raging. And he's going to look at the other law mage and the law mage needs to make a dexterity saving throw. So when he rages, uh, he can choose a creature within range and he can strike them with lightning. The law mage got a six. Okay, so he's going to take. So he takes three lightning damage and then Baldrick is going to. He's going to grab his warhammer and he's going to take a swing at the mage. Uh, that was a 21. And he's brandishing it with both hands, so it'll do a, uh, a d10 of damage. That is a 5. Okay, so you whack him you, with both your hands on your warhammer, but your hammer just kind of bounces off his stone skin. Like, it it chips out a little bit, but doesn't look like it hurt very much. Okay, and then Baldrick's going to take his second attack, and that is a 18. That hits. Okay, and he's going to roll a d10 again. Uh, and he got a 10. Same thing. It hits and it just kind of chips the, away at the stone on his skin a little oh, bit. Shit, and it doesn't look like it hurt very much. Fuck. That was, I thought it was the other one that had stone skin. <laughs> Plum, it's your turn. Well, I got a plan. Hopefully we follow Pokemon logic here. So I am going to run up to the mouth of the alley. And then I'm going to use my decanter of endless water, which is actually the stone amulet that has the inscription of the waterfall um that's my holy symbol and i like to imagine when flum does this it's like a doctor strange movement where he like crosses his hands the his holy symbol opens up and a geyser of water is going to shoot out at the one that baldrick is fighting and he has to make dc uh, 13 strength saving throw or take 1d4 bludgeoning damage and fall prone okay so he got a 12 so he did not succeed that Oh yeah, he is going to take two damage as 
He is knocked prone. Yeah, I think that's it. Boom, he's knocked prone. All right, he is on the ground. And are you doing anything else? No. And then I'm going to be like, he's all soaked up, Baldrick. And Daryl, it's your turn. Okay, so I am going to use my movement speed, which is 30, to run up and get beside my best friend, Flum. And I'm going to stare at the goon that Baldrick is fighting with the magical warhammer or whatever behind him. And I'm going like, to look at him, really like calm my mind, rub my palms together, slap my hands on the ground, and I try to cast probably like, I don't know, lightning fucking ball or whatever spells I used to have. <laughs> Even though I tried to cast it and I did everything that usually works, nothing happens. Ooh. And that's, and I'm trying, and I, and so I'm like, oh shit, okay, so I'm like, alright, uh, maybe Invisible Servant, and so I do it again, and nothing happens, and I'm like starting to get like, performance anxiety, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And so, so, and I just revert back to the years and years of training my mother put me through when I was an assassin or fucking whatever. And so I pull out a dagger and just like huck it at the dude. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I throw it. So I'm going to try to just throw a dagger, I guess. I forgot. I haven't done a physical attack in so long. I've forgotten how to do it. Wait, you're just throwing the dagger, right? A roll d d20, add your dex modifier, and oh. are you proficient with the dagger? Then add your proficiency bonus. The only problem so. is I rolled a one. <laughs> so your dagger goes flying past the law mage and it... Into Baldur. No, it stabs into the Buckster building wall and looks pretty lodged in there. That's exactly how I expected my return to his life to be. And Daryl starts crying. This never <laughs> happens, guys, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so Drambo is up next and he's going to try to break out of the hold spell that he's in right now. And he does not, uh, which brings us to Sting's turn. So he's going to run his 30 feet up to the end of the alleyway, and he's going to uh, shout to you guys, Guys, these are notorious law mages. They're like, they're like serious. This is, they're a big deal. I don't think we should be fighting them. And he he's going to abscond his turn. He is not going to try to attack them. And now it is the law mage's turn. So the one that is currently in Chuggles Entanglement is going to once again start hucking iron rods from his armor. And he is going to be throwing them at the three people who are in his sight and in his range, which is Flum, Daryl, and Baldrick at the end of the alleyway. And so, oh. can you all make wisdom saving throws? Oh, for me? shit. Wisdom, that's not good. It's very not good. I'm a dumb, dumb elephant. Actually, fuck it, 18. 18. Daryl's bad at throwing knives, but he's great at dodging the, iron. The very bar. wise elephant. 12 plus 5, 17. So all of you, just as like a knee-jerk reaction of your mind, are able to stop these things from hitting you, and they all tinker to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that does shit and balls. And he's also <laughs> going to roll to try to get out of Chuggles and tank. Or wait, does that half his movement speed, or is he like stuck? He has to break uh, free, I think, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has to break. Yeah. yeah. It's difficult terrain, and I think he has to break free, if I remember correctly, but Chris should check that. He can use his action to make a strength check. So he rolls to try to get out of the vines, and he got an 18, so he does. Um, but that is Fuck. His, that is his turn. And the Fuck. other law mage who is currently fighting with Baldrick is going to pull out his quarterstaff, grab it with both hands, and he is just going to whack you, Baldrick, and does a 17 plus 4 hit your armor class. I believe <laughs> it does, Alex. Is Alex Trebek still alive? I think so. Yeah, he's alive. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, he has pancreatic cancer. It's a yeah. No, he's still he's still kicking. And you take nine damage as he just like knocks you in the face. Oof. And Chuggles, we are back to you. Can I help Drambo out of his spell or no? Probably not. Not unless you have a spell that can counteract other spells. Chuggles, get him over here. If we're all together, I can get us out of this. Okay, I will move 30 feet with Drambo in arms. So you, you pick him up, throw him over your shoulder, and you start hauling ass back the alleyway. Wait, no, do a, like a diagonal thing so you're closer. <laughs> Chuggles holds both arms like doing the L things, but he doesn't have fingers today. So uh, he just spins confused. <laughs> Wait, he holds up like the two L's with his fingers to try to figure out which way is diagonal? Yeah. Okay. And he realized he doesn't have any fingers on his hands today. So picking up Drambo was your bonus action, so you still have an action. I'd like to cast Create Bonfire behind me. Okay. It creates a bonfire in a five-foot cube. Does your Entanglement spell have concentration? That's a good question. Yes. Okay, so if you cast another spell, it'll get rid of the Entanglement. Wait, yeah. I don't think it does. It doesn't need concentration. Okay, never mind. So if you cast another spell, it's good. So you're casting it into the vines. Wait, actually, it does need concentration. Oh my god! <laughs> it says concentration. Wow. Yeah, so that means it requires concentration. Okay, well, I can't read. I create bonfire in front of him. Okay, so you're getting rid of your, your tangle of yarn. Yeah, because he busted out of it, didn't he? He did bust out of it, so it was kind of moot anyways. How far away from the guy are you putting the bonfire? My range is 60 feet, so I'm putting it 60 feet in front of me. The guy is exactly 60 feet away from him, so you, you can... Okay, so I light him on fire. <laughs> he has to succeed a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 of fire damage. He got an 11 for a saving throw. Uh, so he fails. He takes 4 damage. Uh, so the flame is under his feet, and he's just like... Oh, oh, as he's dancing around on top of the fire. All right, sick. Guy, it is your turn. Okay. So Sting is saying he's going to get us out of here, right? He's like, I can get us out of here, but everyone has to be close to me. So I'm not going to move. Uh, God, but I am going to swing the hammer. Baldrick, I'm getting there. Stop. Wait, guy, <laughs> run, run out in front of me so we're all closer because we got to all be in a group. Okay. Um... <laughs> I guess I'll go here. Here, which is right outside of the entrance to the yeah. alley. Yep. I guess I'm going to cast Bless while I'm out here. And so I just kind of yell, Mark, help us! Guy, what do you need? I don't know! <laughs> <laughs> and then Sting, Flum, and Daryl are all going to be blessed. And basically that means that... Whenever they attack or make any type of saving throw, they get to roll a d4 and add that. I don't oh, wow. know if we're going to need any saving throws, but it seems like it could help. Guy, I'm giving some blessing juice to your friends. Okay. And like a little rainstorm of glitter falls onto Sting, Flum, and Daryl. And then with my magical weapon that's still out and above him, I'm going to lower it so that it can hit him on the head. That's some real wily Coyote shit. Um, so I got a 21 to hit. Well, that hits. Yes. And seven damage. Okay, so your hammer comes down on him, but unlike what happened with Baldrick, your hammer actually seems to, like, go down an extra inch past his stone skin, and he, like, gets bopped down, um, and he's like, Ow! Ha! You can't stone skin magic, can you, bub? Quiet, citizen, you're under arrest. Sting, you're serious? You can get us out of this. Get over here and disengage, buddy! 
I got this. Baldrick is going to make a run for it. Are you using your action to disengage or are you just running? Do I have to disengage? Well, if you don't want him to attack you. Well, yeah, I'm disengaging then. Flum, you're up. So I'm confused. Are we breaking in or are we leaving? I think we gotta go, dude. Any second now, this place is gonna be swarming with those ma those law mages. This is a, he said it's an Azorius police station. <sighs> yeah, Flum, you know Flum. what? <laughs> I don't think we need to risk the life of anybody right now. You say oh. after the fact. <laughs> hey, drink. I'm not the one that grabbed the door, Chuggles. The door was calling to me. I had to. <laughs> Flum, is there anything you can do to get Chuggles and Drambo closer to us? Nope, but I can blast him with more water and knock him over again. <laughs> that sounds tight. Flum is going to once again open up his holy symbol and blast him with another geyser of water. <laughs> okay. Uh, he he got a 17 on that one. Okay. He succeeds, but he, now he's really wet. <laughs> he, that he is. Daryl, what's going on, buddy? Use one of your spells. Oh, man, dude, I don't know what's going on. I would love to, even though, like, they usually don't help in fighting scenarios, but it seems I can only do this. And I, like, pretend like I start throwing more knives. But, like, but even <laughs> that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to use my roguish action of cunning action, which is basically my bonus action. I can disengage, which means I have my full movement speed. I don't need it, but... No, you don't need to do that. You're not by an enemy right now. You're not engaged. Oh, I thought because I threw the knife at that guy, I'd be engaged. But never no. mind. Engaged just means, like, you have to be next to them. In to range? Engaged. Okay, then never yeah. mind. I just wanted to be known that I do know my rogue abilities. Um, Good job. And so I'm just gonna... <laughs> you were just wanting. Yeah, like, I know... inspiration. <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go next to Stig. Like, fuck, can you please get us out of here? I don't like this place. Okay, so... Drambo once again is going to try to break from his bonds, and he does not. So Sting is going to take a step up next to Baldrick. So now all of his friends are within a 30-foot radius of him, and he is going to cast Pass Without Trace. So a veil of shadows and silence radiates from Sting, masking him and all of his companions within 30 feet. We all now have advantage on any stealth checks. Oh, wait, no, we don't have advantage. We have a plus 10 bonus to any stealth checks. And so if the crew wants to try to make a cunning escape down the alleyway, everyone just needs to roll a stealth check really quick. 29. Sting got a 7 plus 10 plus I think something ridiculous, so that works. I got a 20. No, 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 wait. I got a 30, excuse me. I got a 28. Holy shit. <laughs> got a 27. I got a 16. Yeah, so, I mean, a 16 is enough to do it. So you all are able to, in this cloud of darkness and silence that just popped up out of Sting, you're able to run down the alleyway and the two law mages are just kind of like disoriented for a second. So you get to the end of the alley and Paul is just in the car. Hey, so did it go well? Yep, we great. Super Let's wow. go. Drive, drive, drive. Just drive. You're all diving in. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Paul just fucking pedal to the metal, zooms the heck out of there. And as you guys are driving away, just a quick question. Would any of you be looking out the rear view mirror or like the back window? Oh, I would. I'd be longingly looking at that building. Baldrick, as you look back, you see running down the road towards you, but like going off the distance you can't keep up, a very fat uh, centaur <laughs> dressed in a white button-up shirt and black slacks with a badge on. And he's just like, has one hand up. He's like, wait, wait. Okay. Oh.
Thank you for listening to Ravnik Avengers 2, Disco of the Soul. The Ravnik Avengers are Sullivan Harris as the DM, Casey Clark as Baldrick Stormcaller, Joanna as Daryl Hall, Lena Pratt as Guy Elfman, Ben Mannix as Plumstag Dragava, and Chris Rowe as Chuggles the Muppetborn. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Please leave us a rating. Leave us five arrest warrants out of five arrest warrants. The Ravnik Avengers are part of the Orion Valley Productions podcast network, where you can also check out our other podcast, Frankly, I Love Movies, where right now we are airing a series about Broadway musical movie adaptations. Uh, this week's episode is with Brendan Jacob Smith from the acapella group T3, uh, and they're talking about Jesus Christ Superstar over there. It's a great episode, so go check that out. Thank you to Lord Candy for our cover art. You can check her out on Instagram at L-O-R-D-K-N-D-Y. And we will see you all again in two weeks when the Ravnik Avengers relationship to the law just gets much, much worse. Bye! And his dad's famously overran by ducks. <laughs> yeah, the duck infestation. <laughs> Yeah, actually, directly after the vampires were killed, there was a power vacuum and ducks rose to power. <laughs> we allowed it to happen. Yeah, the middle season.